When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Orchant TV, Redemption Thursday edition. Glad to have you on board. Appreciate you. Somebody else say, did somebody else tell Florida State they were coming back during the commercial break? Probably. Seems that way. Yeah. I don't mean literally. I'm just, you know, every, every 10 minutes it yeah. feels like somebody does. It's good stuff, man. It is. Uh, it's, it's really good. Like, it's fun to talk about that. Whereas wouldn't be great to get in depth on the committee's 79-page report in the NFL that comes down awfully hard on, go figure, Washington Commanders owner Daniel Snyder, but also the NFL and get ready for lawsuits. Man. Because that committee found that uh, the league was complicit in uh, Snyder's efforts by not cooperating with the congressional inquiry, or inquiry, as some people say. Uh, it's just fun to say. Anyhow, that you go read that story on your own and you'll find that what you thought was pretty disgusting and had gone on for too long was in fact disgusting and went on for too long. And it tied it to the NFL level? Oh, lovely. Uh, it's no be wonder fun. they turned on him a few months ago out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. We saw efforts that we've never seen before, at least I haven't, said uh, Carolyn Maloney from New York, representative chaired the committee. The NFL knew about it, and they took no responsibility. The officials were acting like they were doing something. They then turn around and fix it so she can't talk. Her report is never going to be made public, yet she was supposed to be hired to address it. The hypocrisy of the NFL is on display here. Yeah, well, this is... Well, yeah. Is it a day that ends and why? <laughs> oh, buddy. Good news, Brittany Griner got out. That's a long stint for some uh, weed Ooh, juice. Yeah. Goodness gracious. 
That just uh, probably is now an edict for anybody from the country who is traveling to Russia, which right now that would be difficult anyway. But uh, we don't want to trade arms dealers back for you. So leave the vape pen in the trash can yeah. before you go somewhere. We'd appreciate Every time that. people get arrested. But I'm glad they did. I'm, I'm glad they did too, obviously. That was uh, far too penal. Uh, I would I would note that oh, most of the people, I'm thinking back, way back when, when it was like Barry Switzer, <laughs> people that get arrested at the airport, I'm always amazed. Like, how did you ever uh, make it in this world? How did how did... How did you survive this long? He had a loaded weapon in his luggage? He had a loaded weapon in his luggage. Oh, I forgot about the gun in my my bag. (laughs) What? (laughs) You may want to... Are you looking at what's going in your bag before you go to the airport, my man? That is by far the best one-liner in Bridesmaids. When the one, you know, she's laughing at the end. She's like, what are you laughing about? I put a loaded gun in his luggage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Really quick, I... Rolled them out last hour because it is, after all, a Redemption Thursday. So there are the picks yet again. And they're fun. They're, we're having a little fun this time of year, right? Southern Miss minus 6.5 against Rice. Middle Tennessee State plus 7 against San Diego State. Memphis minus 7 against Utah State. Arkansas minus 3 against Arkansas. Fresno State versus Washington State under 54.5. South Alabama, Western Kentucky under 55.5. Raiders versus the Rams. First drive, a field goal for either team equals yes, plus 500. Oh, that's the best one we've had yet. You love that one. Looks like we might have dropped out on the uh, TV side, but uh, we'll get back to that in a moment. You radio folk, here's the the significance of that bet. Uh, either team, if they specifically kick a field goal, specifically yeah. kick a field goal in their first drive, you cash it 5-1. to one. But you've got to play Jeff and say, no, they don't. <laughs> They will not. They will not kick a field goal, Jeff. Nay, nay. So we went We went south on stream. I don't even know how that's possible. We did. What's going on there? The, I'm, uh, look, I'm looking at the stream yard. I see the Redemption well, Thursday wagers. You know the little duck that's in the top left? Mm. He said, sorry. Sorry about that. Something Peace. went wrong. Peace, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll get there. For the radio folks, rest of the games look like this. Chargers plus three and a half. Dolphins. Uh, against the Dolphins and the Jets plus 10 against the Bills. Uh, the Bills will win the game probably comfortably. I don't know. 10's just, you got to take 10 with decent teams. I mean, 10? couple touchdowns probably. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got a very good team. We've got good players. <laughs> that was a, that was a, that's got to be close to 15 years ago now for Steve Spurrier. I had a moment the other day where that came up. Uh, there was a baseball player whose father I saw play, and then I started thinking about it, and I realized that when I was a little kid, I saw his father play, so now we're at the place where we're watching grandkids play professionally of players that I watched when I was a kid, and it's just uncomfortable. Kim Basinger is 68 years old today. Whoa! 68! And still crazy. And still pretty hot at 68. <laughs> I'm just saying, she, know, I, <laughs> she's not Selma Hayek. No, but, but I mean, even by when she was an eight mile, I'm like, woo. Kim's had a little. Well, she rough was made go. to look rough. She was supposed no, to be a trailer horse. She the, had to look terrible. I mean, it was, was beyond the character. I mean, it was the, beyond the character. What was she supposed to do? Come on, that's awfully harsh. Oh. <laughs> Times had fallen hard since L.A. Confidential and Batman. Well, okay. So on that note, uh, Batman, I believe, nineteen eighty nine. Is that the first? Is that the one? Michael Keaton. You betcha. Nineteen eighty nine. 
I could recite every line of that movie. Why did you like that so much? It's not that good. I was three, four years old, and Batman is awesome. Done deal. Jack Nichols. Actually, that movie is darker than it, it, yeah. on the surface, surface. level. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. actually pretty dark and amazing. Well, because I'm older than you, I can recall her in nine and a half weeks, which was, for a kid, mm-hmm. eye-opening. And that came out in 1986. Her a direct competition, like you yeah, know, you're right. Batman's 89. L.A. Confidential, you know the year? 92, 97. Oh wow, good movie. She really had good some movie. staying power. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Kim. Well, listen, she's hot in Cool World. She's hot and uh, she's a cartoon in Cool World. It's but, like yeah. for every uh, <laughs> Nick Faldo, there's a Nick Price. You know, there's somebody around the time. <laughs> movies are that way too. Dante's Peak, Volcano. Oh, you know, ter- two terrible but movies. But Daryl Hannah was the competition for Kim Basinger in that era, right? Just mm. like the tall, tall, modeling, beautiful. Blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daryl Hannah, who was briefly married to Jackson Brown, who I think hit her. Really? Yeah, I think I got that right. She was married to Jackson Brown. Yeah, the musician. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Just asking. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. You don't. You, you, that that no. they were married, and but then Daryl Hannah. Uh, Daryl Hannah was not yeah. not Kim Basinger. Yeah. Right. Kim Basinger. No, that was Baldwin. She was with Alec. Yes, she was. And that was combustible. It didn't go well. They both have a little edge to them. They were married from 1993 to 2002, Tom. Mm. The phone call, the fat pig phone call is still one of my oh, favorites man. of all time. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Man, you got, you got to assume you're on tape when you're going through a bitter divorce and you're famous. You got to assume. So just out of curiosity, I don't usually delve in these waters. Mm. I'll get back to football in a second. If, okay. If you had to choose between leading off in the order, in the baseball batting order of 1980s blonde actresses, would it be... And I know they both made it to the '90s, but would Daryl Hannah or Kim Basinger lead off for you? Oh no, no, I, Kim's leading off ahead okay. of Daryl Hannah. Yeah, all right. Daryl Hannah's got no shot at this. She's hitting down in the order. Understood. That's she's an eight-hole hitter. She's not. Ooh, no, that's goodness. not. No, nah, we're not. No, no, no. Now, not a big fan of her work in Greed, for example. I didn't. She's whatever. I don't. I don't. All right. <laughs> Throwing down with the whatever. She. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was never fixated like that there was uh she's she's a pretty woman i always found kim to be annoying because my first uh, she's sultry though is uh is batman and and every third line of her is screaming at the top of her lungs which is supremely annoying at any age. agreed agreed um yeah they didn't help her out there did they no uh that and that's what i mean i'm not a not a huge fan of of that film but i i get why you would be at the age you were want to get nuts (laughs) come on (laughs) Let's get nuts. Hey, so speaking of nuts, getting nuts. Mm. <laughs> Phrasing, that didn't Jeff. help. Phrasing. Well, you guys are worried I'm about to do tub talk when I start out like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> start up the Jets. Yeah, let's go. Pinch a penny. You're right here in the opener of the hour. <laughs> no, what I what I was gonna say was I. They may end up getting virtually everybody back by day's end. What? Florida State. Everybody? I mean, uh, virtually everybody. Not everybody. There's a couple guys that have real NFL futures they have to consider. Other than that, man, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to get just about everybody back. I'm really curious to see where it goes 
like we can celebrate right now, and we should be, and it's exciting. Every hour or so, we get more news about guys that maybe, uh, you know, maybe we didn't even consider were possibilities of leaving have announced they're coming back. You know, Tatum Bethune's coming back. I thought he'd come back. If not, he'd take it to take his chances in the draft. Hope he get picked really, really late and maybe make a team, uh, or come back here and get paid a decent figure to be at a place you love and start and maybe try to you know, win the conference and, and achieve something that way. Tatum Bethune strikes me, this is just an observation, strikes me as a young man that's incredibly mature. He's a smart football player because he gets more out of his physical than, than what most people do. I mean, he, he has to because he's not an elite athlete. And I think he knows he's a good college football player. I think he also knows he's probably not a pro football player. I mean, he may not say that. And I don't think you could play that way. But if he thought he was a pro player, he'd leave right now. To a degree, but he also knows he's been playing with one good shoulder all year long. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen, and that's that's apparent to anybody who watches on television, he's got a wrap around one of his arms. You could see it. And that occurred earlier in the year that night. I believe it was the Louisville game when everybody went down. Golly, did they? I mean, that was a stretch of the year. That's uh, one of the annoying things is, you know, Robert Scott announces he's back, Kalen Deloge a couple days ago, and and now Bethune today. And for all these guys, you're saying, well, you know, they played banged up this year. Well, you know, they, you're allowed to not play beyond the normal football banged up. Because a couple of these guys, I think, were playing with injuries. A with lot of guys. Injuries, yeah. not not bruises. And uh, so maybe that's what he's thinking. Sorry, but maybe that's what he's thinking is next year. If, if I could put some tape together, 12 games worth, where I, I actually have two good appendages up top to tackle with, then maybe I'll show out better. You know, one of the things that we haven't touched on regarding, you know, whether it's Tatum Bethune or Robert Scott, who we announced earlier today, is, said he's coming back and he got a deal done with Battle's End, and and that's good news. We have an aggressive player in the collective game, and uh, we feel comfortable with roster retention right now. That's the thing that we're celebrating. But, you know, what's implied in that is that you are keep, what, did somebody else? There's another one. Okay, who just signed? Look at me. You smile. Oh, Rodney Hill. Hey, Rodney Hill. I think he was going anywhere. They give him 50 bucks. Oh, <laughs> that, that's just, that's for the future. That's an investment in the future of the running back room. Rodney Hill has been uh, announced. The climb continues, they say. But Rodney Hill is now signed on with the battle's end, which means anybody else comes calling too bad. So sad. Rodney Hill is going to be a knoll. Yeah, he is. He is. For quite some time. <laughs> All right, good, good. Rodney Hill's in the in the fold. There's another running back I'm a little bit more concerned about. Let's see if we can get that one done. <laughs> Let's see if we can get that one done, guys. Because we, I like the names, and it's fun to roll it out there every few minutes. But man, let me say on the air tomorrow on a libations Friday that there's yet another reason to be happy beyond the fact that it's Friday, and that is that Trey Benson has announced that he's come to an agreement with Battles in and will be back in Tallahassee next year. That's the kind of conversation I want to have tomorrow. Or late today. I mean, that's fine too, but that would be ideal. What's implied in all the roster retention is not just that this is a place they want to be and not just that Florida State is very aggressive in that realm. It's that other they're keeping other teams from grabbing those players too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, with the Hill. That would be the that's biggest what that concern. Is. Yeah, that's well... And we knew this was coming, so... And it also means, I know they can't communicate with each other. I know they're not allowed to talk to each other. The university, the athletic department, so the football program... So they just program. figured it out all on their own. The battles but, in, guys, were just looking around, and they're like, you know, 
I'm a little worried about a loaded backfield. Right. Should we should we float a few dollars to Rodney Hill just to make sure he comes back? My guess is what a collective like the Battle's End is doing is watching Mike Norvell's face at press conferences when he's asked about specific players. Yep. And if he smiles, they say, we got to retain that guy. Because clearly they have decided that they know, completely independent completely of Mike. Completely independent of Mike. Who Mike wants to keep. And that's a good job. That's good scouting on their part. Good deductive reasoning. Um, you know, I love that uh, that this is, <laughs> you know, not co- not connected in any way to the university. And I also love that right there, in the face of the NCAA, within forty eight hours of the portal opening, all these collectives figured it out everywhere across the country miraculously. It is. Amazing how tuned in these collectives really are. Watching closely at depth chart needs, concerns of poaching. They're out in front of it, Tom. So forward, every collective has a clue and seems to be well right in there with uh, what the head coach would want if they could talk to him. Well, you know, in terms of retention, a lot of states have it easy. There is a law that allows them to talk to one another, yeah. but not in the state of Florida. It's right. a much harder job here. You can never talk, ever, not once, to the athletic department. So it's just a guessing game, but I guess we're guessing right. Good job. You know, what a good life if you are Jordan Travis right now. You know, the, the your, your NFL prospects this year, this, this, uh, this year that you just concluded, this football season, the season's end left you in a bit of a predicament if if you're talking about going to the next level, all right? So you're, in, a, in the eyes of a lot of people, not a very high draft pick at all, if at all. Now, maybe that changes next year. Who knows? But right now, that's kind of the status. You're not that guy. You're If you get drafted, it was going to be late, 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 all right? And instead, you could come back to college where you are beloved. Absolutely beloved and needed, very needed, right? So you're wanted, you're needed, you're appreciated, finally, right, for him. If you're thinking about it from him. I mean, this is a guy that was discarded numerous times. Now here he sits as a well-paid, well-liked, well-thought-of, invested-in member of this football team. He is the unquestioned leader and face of the program, whether he wants to be or not. That's, that's what he is, right? And, and knowing what we know, about what some of these deals look like. He's he's got it good. He's going to be all right. He's not worried about where he's eating ever. I mean, that's not going to be a problem for him here. Right. 15 you know? months ago, he could have gone anywhere he wanted and people would be like, "Who's that guy?" Right. Yeah. But think about this though. You're now you're okay, so you're on scholarship and you're getting paid and we're using him as the the biggest number of guy, right? So he he's done the best and was figured to be paid the highest and and I think the biggest return on investment for any group. For any group, right? Yeah. So so he's getting paid a lot of money. All right. And he's on scholarship. So he doesn't pay for his food. He's not paying for anything. And now on top of it he's got a salary. <laughs> this is good times. I'm not paying to eat. I go I don't have to worry about anything other than being good at football because he has his degree. So whatever you want to do, take a whatever class, a bowling class, and just go spend gobs of cash and have a lot of fun and be good at football. 
oh, that's an amazing situation to find yourself in at 21, 22 years old in college at a place like Florida State. Well, and he also went on record today talking to Sirius XM. Uh, EJ got the interview with him. I believe they have the same representation, but they're they're in close contact. Yeah. So he said that he's been actively recruiting the portal, as Jordan Travis, because you can do that once the portal opens. And that Florida State quote has a couple surprises. Yeah, he said that, yeah. A couple surprises coming. Okay. At this point, it wouldn't be a surprise. I mean, at this point, I would not be surprised by really much of anything. That's what this year did. The year changed the game. And we knew it before one game was played. This was all easy. Like, we, I get all kinds of things wrong. But I get some things right, too. We were all over this. Before that season began, I said, this is it. This is the one. Everybody could see this, right, Mike? It's sink or swim time now. Results are going to matter now. Process doesn't anymore. Results have to happen. Because the world of college football has changed across the board. Now is when you want to be good. Like, you could have been good last year, but it's really important to be good right now because if you look at it from a university standpoint, Florida State needs to get the hell up out of the ACC as soon as possible. Well, the only way you're going to get looked at and be thought of more favorably is to be in a good position where you are competitive. Well, it certainly helps to beat LSU if you're trying to get into the SEC, given they just won the West. And then you beat Florida at the end of the year, and they're a high-profile team in the SEC East. You did what you needed to do on the football field. You swept your rivals, and now you got a face like Jordan Travis that they can sell all over television moving forward across the country. And Florida State's already a great brand, but you elevate that brand with each passing victory and successful season. You sustain it, You, would, I certainly think, improve your chances greatly of maybe getting the hell up out of here, all right, whenever that thing happens, that seismic shift occurs oh. where it's allowed to happen. Right? I hadn't thought of that in a week or two because of the portal craziness. But right. If you're telling me that it helps parlay our case out of the conference. Yes. So now, in addition... I'm going to love Jordan Travis even more. Well, so no, listen, now you got a guy, he's a star, right? And you've paid him and you've shown you can be very, very credible in that realm. You've got a collective that cares. And they're spending the money on the right things and they're keeping players, roster retention, and they're recruiting players and bringing them in possibly, according to Jordan Travis, that that's going to happen. All right. This is all really important. It could it could not have happened with a five and seven, six and six campaign. I would even argue probably wouldn't happen in a seven and five campaign. Like winning nine games was a really big deal. Eight nine wins. We thought what well, that's what you had to do to 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 prove without a shadow of a doubt that you mattered again. You were a competitor again, and you were soon going to be knocking on the door of the college football playoff. Well, that's what this year did. And now you also have a coach with stability, and now you can do these kinds of things. Now that's why people of high-profile statures are calling you. You're not hoping to get a guy who's really good that might work on your roster who happens to be disgruntled at a place that's better off than you are, and maybe he says, no, not anymore. Now those people, those good players are calling you. And does a collective like the one that's not crowdsourcing right now exist if you go 6-6 six and six again you know, for this offseason's worth of acquisitions? Right. I mean, that's basically, there are multiple collectives now, but this one that keeps on signing and retaining players has to be backed by a big money person. We all know that. They're not asking for us to help. The regular Knowles out there, not yet at least. So do you get that kind of commitment from those kinds of people to help improve this program no. under this head no. coach unless you get the results. I don't think you do. I think the results have made people like this emerge and All decide, right. "All right, you got us this far. 
Let me help take us home. But here's the big deal now. Okay, good. So everything is appreciated, and we're excited about it, and it's awesome. Now, how does this translate next? The next realm we're going to be looking at is how does this translate into getting elite high school players? Because they're still not necessarily doing that at the rate we need them to do that. Like, we can be very uh, complimentary. There are a lot of things to be that are praiseworthy, and we've made sure to shine a light on those things. But if we're going to be really brutally honest with our assessment, there are some negatives, not many. But one of them right now is that we're not we're not hitting at the rate we should be hitting at Florida State for yep. elite level high school players. We're C not. plus, C plus, B minus, yeah. C plus, B minus, C plus. I mean, they they, they got to get better. Now, twenty twenty four, they're off to a really good start. But if you're going to retain these kids and attract more and bring more into the fold, then well, you've got to have a plan for that. Absolutely. And at some point, you won't have to use the portal like you're using the portal. You'll always use it. But to this degree, you will not be reliant on the portal. I don't think Georgia has a single transfer portal player on their team. I don't think oh, meaning as an incoming? Right. Yeah, that's. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I don't head. think they do. Like I, they got the old Wake quarterback, but that was a year ago, and that and didn't, I think that didn't if pan you, out. Right, and I think if you re, – well, I mean, remember – Kirby's been at it longer, and he got at it at the right time. He got out. He stole the blueprint from Alabama. You take that sophisticated level of cheating that they do at Bama, you bring it to Georgia, you operate the system there, and you get the elite players, and you stockpile them, and you win a national championship and have an undefeated season following, and then you worry about the transfer portal. But your roster's loaded, so you're really you're set there, and they did that all through the high schools, and I think that's what you have to do. You, you're ultimately going to have to be able to – buy the best players from high school and build them that way, get them into your culture and build them up and have them pass it on. They've hit, their their hit rate on transfer portal guys right now is through the roof, but that is not sustainable. I think the hard part is as you're making these decisions, and I agree with you that you know the pie chart has to skew towards high school as we move forward. It's what does the market look like for a high school player that is a high four-star, low five-star, or even a legitimate five-star player? What does the market look like next year, the year after that? Is it ever going to settle down, or is it just going to be like baseball? For somebody who's got a 380 ERA, and their price tag just it keeps, keeps going, going up. up. Yeah, Because at some point, you would have to think, and it doesn't have to be next year. It could be five or ten years from now. A booster says, why am I spending all this money? What the hell am I doing this for? I just really wanted to buy a suite. That's how this whole thing started. I wanted to donate enough that I get a suite, a couple endowed scholarships, and I'm done. Why am I having to pay $2 million every offseason or 1.2? The hell is this? Well, I wonder if the market ever settles. A singular donor like uh, the people that may be helping this new collective might be willing if they have that kind of money early on to say, oh, well, we'll get a jump started. But once we show what we're capable of and how invested we're in, we're going to go ahead and need to collect from lots of people right, to amass right. that and then make the money off the interest and then we have it in a bank right. account. It's like a legitimate it's almost, thing. It's almost like a proof of concept for the collective. We talk about it's that with 100% Mike, what it yeah, is. Yeah, That's 100% what it is. You got to show that you can't just say, hey, we've got big money people and we're willing to you know put it to use for Florida State. You got to go get the kids. Does this go to a place where at some point when the legislature closes this little stupid loophole that you could get season tickets for Florida State if you contribute to a collective, <laughs> like if your gift for the collective is at such a rate, they're, they're going to give you season tickets with it. And they're going to basically merge these two things. I wonder if we go there in the next five years where this place is going, meaning college football, the thing that we're so passionate about 
in the next five years is anybody's guess. If I if we were having we were throwing out these numbers and having these conversations five years ago about, hey, where do you see what's coming in college football? Dudes are just going to be able to walk whenever the hell they want to walk, and they're not going to have to wait out a year, and they're going to get paid, and it's going to be open and on the table, and everybody's going to know how much. <laughs> and not just that, they're going to, you know, I mean, like, USC and UCLA are going to go to the Big Ten. Oklahoma and Texas are going to go to the SEC. <laughs> Florida State and Clemson are going to be screwed, stuck in that worthless-ass ACC conference. I mean, we if we were having this conversation five years ago, a lot of this stuff would seem crazy that we're that we talk about every day now. It's just it's crazy. It is. It's not. It's fun. Chef Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show brought to you by orange theory fitness two tallahassee locations midtown on thomasville road and north side in the village common shopping center online at orangetheoryfitness.com Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Forgot what a great album this is. Man, that old Uncle Tupelo, Uncle Tupelo stuff is phenomenal. Uh, really quick segment, Tom, and I want to just, let's just jump in the tub. Let's just, let's just jump in the tub together. Here we go. Let's hop on in that tub. It's time for Top Talk, brought to you by Pinch-A-Penny Pools and Spas. Buy yourself the hot tub you've always wanted at the price you've always wanted from Pinch-A-Penny on Greer Street. Now, it's live to the tub. Right now, tis the season for hot tubs. Pinch-A-Penny's got you covered. Over 12,000 square foot showroom. Everything from a two-person tub. Tom says that sounds like a chicken bucket. To a huge family-sized hot springs hot tub. Don't need a family-sized tub. But Arkansas? If you want one, yeah, it's crazy. 50-plus hot tubs in stock, ready for delivery. You don't have to pick them up. Installation included. Pinch-a-penny pools and spas, locally owned. Happy to be in the tub with Pinch-a-penny. And, Tom, while we're in the tub, the conversation is going to shift. We need those bubbles. We need, I know. We need the bubbles. Let's get that going. Full bubbles through the whole talk. Now I feel like our... Echoing while we're in the tub. Uh, Who drained the tub? While we're in the tub, today's tub talk is actually about the football players that are returning to Florida State. There will be more names. There have been names all day. There will be more. Probably a couple more today. And that's a good conversation to have. You would just nod your head at that point. So would I. And we'd listen to the bubbles and stare off at the, at the, at the stars. 
we wouldn't be in the tub together. But if we were, that's how yeah, that would yeah, go. Yeah. It'd, have it'd have to be a big tub. Big tub. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be big tub. <laughs> it'd have to be one of those whirlpools that, you know, a really resort. big tub. Like the resort I don't whirlpools. want Tom's foot touching that's, my that's right. calf. Yeah. What's going on there? <laughs> Get your toes off of me, Tom. Every time this segment, this is only the second one, but both times the segment is played, I, I have to stay focused because all I think about is the rooftop tub. I had on a trip to Mexico not that long ago, mm. and you're just under the stars. That's uh, a good time. And the tub that, is going. It's a better time. You were with your wife. Yeah, that's, that's a good right. tub experience. Not, not me in Mexico with you, but your wife. But you got to be so <laughs> careful about how much you've had to imbibe on earlier in the day. You fall asleep in the tub, and huh? how much and how much you want to have in the pub, uh, the tub, too. No, and the pub. Well, the, the tub on your way to the tub. Yeah, yeah, but because it's a. Multiplier. That heat's a multiplier. You got to be careful. Rise up and get you. Mm, there's no doubt. Pinch a penny pools and spas. Locally owned, located on Greer Street off Capitol Circle Northeast. Price is so low. We're not allowed to talk about them on the air. There you go. Just like that. Don't call. Just show up. Take a look around. Grab you a tub. I don't want your call. I don't need yeah, your call. Don't be calling. Nobody calls anybody anymore. Just roll on up. Not a very good call. No. That's uh, tub talk for today. Just the kids are coming back. Good times. If you could be in a tub anywhere, outdoor tub, where would it be? An outdoor tub? Outdoor tub. Switzerland. Oh, it's a great choice. Yeah. It's Christmas time. I'm in an outdoor tub in Switzerland. Forget about it. The right kind of snobs there. Oh, buddy. That's a good thing. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com, FSUHomeLoans.com. Tomorrow will be a Libations Friday edition of the program, and I will be happy about that. I may or may not be here. You may be doing jury duty. That's correct. I will know at 5.05 p.m. if I have to show up. Did you tell them that you were the famous producer of The Jeff Cameron Show and that you can't possibly be on the jury? I tried last time I got selected to use my workplace at the time, a different station mm. as I don't know, just, yeah, I, I found collateral. To, they asked me something else. I said, well, you know, in my work for ESPN radio was my answer. Right. I was thinking, yeah, all right, you, all you right, were right, able to incorporate that in there. I got selected anyway. I was on a one day trial, so it didn't work last time. I only want to get selected if I've got a really good case. Like we got a kick ass trial that's about to happen. Where there's great mystery. Where it, it could go either way. <laughs> you have to be fully sequestered at a I, motel. I want to be locked in. Like, all right, let's go. Let's find out. It's a murder trial. All right, here we go. Um, I don't think I would like that process. That I would, I would hate it, actually. I've been on jury duty before, but I'm talking about what I'm referencing. I wouldn't like that. But we've got the office Christmas party tonight with we an do. open bar, man. We do. This is, that would be my reason. Like, come on. I, the problem was that they had scheduled me for the same day as the Louisville game. 
and I had to get a deferral once, and now you can't come off at this time. But I could still be not part of the pool. I say, you know, it's over under a certain number. Yeah. So you don't know. You're just going to find out at what time? Uh, just after five. I have to call the jury. And line they give after you that number. Yeah. You find out. So there's everybody a from this number on down. Right. Mm hmm. Cross my fingers. If you're listening out there in the selection committee, find my number and yeah. then go the other way. Yeah. That's probably illegal. Just, I shouldn't have said that. You can Sorry. say it. Nothing can happen. Tom doesn't want to serve on jury duty. He's not fit to serve. He's a little crazy. There's an opportunity. He, he is one of these guys. Life Spectator says in the voir dire process, I should vehemently insist on the death penalty for jaywalking. He, that's how Tom is. That, those, fry him! That, those are his politics. You fry him! He's crazy that way. I would not have that guy on my jury, guys. Even minors! Fry him! <laughs> uh, Brian served as a juror in a medical malpractice case. Hmm. No, that sounds boring as hell, doesn't it? I mean, it could be intriguing. Depends on mm. what the medical malpractice that occurred was. What kind of malpractice? If there was even yeah. malpractice, as in money laundering. Now that's some yeah. malpractice. That I want to be. On a I want to be for. on a jury for money laundering talk. That's what I want. Like so, then we followed him to New York City. What? Oh, this is awesome. So you flew from Miami to New York City and he did what? I had a sad case of somebody taking care of, or, well, somebody's supposed to take care of an elderly person taking advantage of the elderly person. Oh, imagine that. Somebody did that. Took advantage of the elderly. That was the the allegation. I won't get into specifics, but yeah, that's that's not a pleasant one to have to figure out. Sad. All right, it's time to solve for the future with our friends at <laughs> ISF. <laughs> Oh, Jonathan, you would get a kick out of that, sir. I know you would. So uh, we know that ISF, they're not disappointing. They're not sad. They're collaborative, and they're taking you places. You've got visions and dreams and hopes, and you work in state government, and you're like, this is a tedious process, and our technology is not up to date. All of this, is it's just cumbersome. ISF's like, we got you. We got you. How are you going to solve for the future, Tom? How are we going to solve for the future? We've been solving it all day long. Apparently, with battles in, that's how we're solving for the future. Come on down, guys. Let's go. We got to get some kids in here or oh. retain these kids. Yeah, that's how you make the present the future. The mm. guaranteed future is by locking those kids up. I suppose a way to advance the conversation is to take a look at the roster now. Who's come back? Like, for example, linebacker. Okay. Tatum Thune's back. Kalen Deloach is back. Both have announced that they are back. A week ago, that would have been, man. Well, even and you're if, bringing in a good linebacker, though, from the high school ranks. Even if, well, yeah, but it let's say high school kid, yeah. you lost one of them. Let's mm, say that mm. Bethune said, I'm going to go try my hand at the pro level. Well, do you really want to entrust a true freshman, you know, the reins? So do they go back into the portal for more? Yes. You think so? I do. All right. I would. If you're listening out there, I'd get a linebacker. <laughs> there are a lot of them in the portal. Some really good ones. I don't know why they wouldn't want to be here. Let's go. A multi-year linebacker. You don't yeah, want a one-year yeah, yeah, rental. I don't want that to, would make sense. No, I don't want a one-year rental. I want a multi-year guy, and I want him to be really good. Go find you a Butkus Award winner and bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> what, put him on the bench? That guy would start. Right. I'm fine with that. Get him out there. You can recruit over Tatum Bethune. It's just a nice paid. exhale of relief, though, for that linebacker room that now you have these two committed. To, to, it is. You and, know. and that does really, all jokes aside, it does help solve for the future there because that was going to be a problem. I still don't love their depth there. I'm glad the Nicholson kid chose us and is coming in. I really do think highly of him. Uh, I, I I think he's got a He's a very good athlete. And his body type is he's dense. So he's got a chance to come in and play. I don't know how quickly he'd be a starter, but... 
he can play probably some next year. Quickly, it's an important offseason for Omar Graham. Do you want to be in that too deep? You better show it now because the opportunity appears that it's going to be there that you could crack the two deep. You mm. don't want Blake Nicholson to pass you in his first, if he, he's an early enrollee, and, for example. Yeah. You yeah. don't want him to pass you in spring. That's not a good look. I will say this final thing here on solving for the future. You know, you look at that safety position now, Tom, and you speculated we both did because we've seen what's left. I think they wanted at one point Sam McCall was going to move to safety. Sam McCall decided to leave. He didn't like that, like that plan. He was kind of just bitching out all the time, so he took it on down the road. And then you have uh, Sydney. Uh, decide to, to leave. That was really interesting. That kind of surprised that me. That felt like a tea leaves move. It did, and, I, and I'm with you on that. So I'm going to be interested to see how they solve for that future because he's a guy you would have thought he would have got some time next year. Uh, listen, he was asked to start before he was ready to. It was, you know, he was he played okay. He got better by season's end. Then he got hurt last year and, and really was not in the mix this year. So not too much anyhow, save for special teams. I just I don't like to lose guys that are really aggressive and hit. And he's a hitter. He's a hitter. It's hard to find guys that will throw themselves into people with the kind of violence that he did. And you know, I mean, I you can teach some of the other things, but that level of violence is hard to find and he had it. That's the only reason yeah. I was sad when uh the corner left us to go to Louisville. Brownlee, yeah. Yeah, when Brownlee left, because he was nasty. He'll hit your ass. Now, he won't cover you real, real well, but he'd come up and hit you. Well, that's another guy who got signed by the battle's end is Renardo Green. Somebody who's more physical can come up and play, and he was uh, I like the way he plays, yeah. Yeah, without question. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if you move somebody that's currently in the corner rotation to safety to account for the two deep, but there are times when we all kind of know where something is going, and you understand why a move is made. Like, well, everybody sit tight. This is why this happened. I, I'm not sure what the safety room is going to look like. There's been no advance kind of wink, mm -hmm. wink, nod, nod. This dude's coming back. Wait till you see this. Watch this kind of a thing. I would have thought Sydney would have competed. And they like him, too. They like him. He's good on special teams, but they, they would have liked him. He can play somewhere, though. He, he's a good example of how that portal should work in favor of a kid because he's going to go start somewhere. He, he, he's yeah. probably a good player. Well, why somewhere. would you leave to go back? Right, you know, yeah, right, wherever right. he goes. Yeah, he's going to yeah. go start somewhere. And, and he wasn't going to start here, I don't think. So... Possibly. They they run the three safety sets. They do, yeah. So there, there's got maybe there was a conversation. This is complete rampant speculation, but yeah. maybe there was a conversation that said, look, one of the guys is coming back and we're going to go dip in and go get this guy, or we're going to move this corner back to safety. We like him better there. Sorry. But otherwise, it doesn't make a whole heap of sense. He might have just been frustrated by this year's situation and yeah, just he had, already had checked out. Already, That's yeah. possible. Once you're down the tracks, it's tough to get back. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3, Real Talk Radio. We'll come back and do a little Tallulah. A little Tallulah talking. Have some fun with that. I got a, I got a cool story for you. You, know, you guys know I love archaeology. You want to just keep it here and do Tallulah now? Okay, we'll fire the break. Go ahead. Fire the break, Tom. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 
Lots of great drinks on tap, including Kratom, Kaba, Delta 8, Delta 9 drinks. They're all there. You can fill up your growler with my friends at Tallulah. A lot of spots to find them, even out in Georgia. Thomasville, Georgia's now got a huge store right there in Thomasville. Uh, Kava Bar open in Bannerman Crossing. Second location in Bannerman Crossing. Beautiful space. Lots of Kava and Kratom drinks there. You also, uh, the old Soto there, they've got a huge mushroom and vape selection. Can't miss it. They got CBD for pets if you want to calm them down. CBD, by the way, can help with arthritis and your joints, all that good stuff. So they have pain, creams, roll-ons, you name it. It's all at Tallulah. And Tallulah's getting credit for sponsoring this story. They don't know they're sponsoring this story, but they are. So some amateur, uh, and this is really cool. I would love, I'd love to do this. I, maybe someday when I retire from Sports Talk Radio, I will. Um, they were able to uh, to find a new dinosaur. Well, maybe not a new dinosaur. Research team made a significant discovery on prehistory a couple of months ago by finding a 100-million-year-old plesiosaur skeleton with its body and head together, Tom. Now researchers are putting a uh, spotlight on the future of prehistoric studies. Amateur fossil hunters discovered the remains of this 19-foot juvenile, long 19-foot juvenile, long-necked plesiosaur, commonly known as the uh, elasmosaur. You didn't know oh, that. Of course. Yeah, common. Of course. Common. Right there in a uh, cattle station in western Queensland in the outback. Used to be all water back in the day, Tom. I think all of the names of the dinosaurs that I knew and I was taught when I was in elementary school have all changed. They've all changed. T Rex is still T Rex. It's like the one thing. Tyrannosaurus Rex is still the thing. <laughs> but they're saying now that the Tyrannosaurus that we know, that we drew well, as a, kids, different versions of it, is like a, an amalgamation of maybe five different types. Uh, they the, like dogs, I guess. So all kinds of makes, breeds. Senior curator of paleontology at Queensland Museum in uh, Knutson uh, resembled the resembled the discovery to that of finding the Rosetta Stone. You know about the Rosetta T Stone, don't you, Tom? Oh, I do. Yeah, that's how I learned Spanish. Hieroglyphics. Uh, we have never found a body and head together. You should know that they had never found that with these plesiosaurs because they have these. They're two thirds neck. So when they died, their heads would just float off. That's it. They're dead. Something would eat their head, and that's it. They're gone. Now they got one because it was a juvenile. Didn't it? it was all compacted. Bam! They got it, and they're very happy. Paleontologists are pumped. It's going to help them learn more about the uh, Cretaceous period and the uh, evolution and ecology of that time frame. It's like Jen Holloway from Bay News 9 back in the day. <laughs> Two-thirds neck. It's the longest neck you've ever seen. Knudsen suggests that these fossils are hard to find in one piece. That is because of the physical properties I just referenced, Tom. When an elasmosaur died, its rotting body would expand with gas and rise to the water's surface. Additionally, the head would frequently break off or blow up. Sounds like the Miami football program. Scavengers would come and eat the cadaver, making full-body discoveries very uncommon. That's why they were very excited to find this one. We're going to go back and look at the chemistry of its teeth, and that can tell us something about its ecology in terms of its habitat, whether it was migrating throughout its life, whether it was sort of staying in the same place. Also, what its diet was, pretty cool, pretty cool. I liked better when we were talking as kids about properties in scientific terms, properties of mm -hmm. an animal, matter, right. gas. And now when you get older, properties are about land. 
<laughs> something's lost. Yeah. You know, the properties. That represents the yeah. loss of innocence right properties there. Properties and What rules, property means law. to a four-year-old is a lot different than what it means to a 44-year-old. It was better back yeah. in the day. Mm. Bill Nye it was in his open. You know, if archaeology, paleontology, all that kind of ology wasn't so painstaking and often done in godforsaken places where it's 150 degrees and taking months and months and months to find a tooth, I think I would do it. But I just want to be the guy that rides up after they found it and cleaned it up. Good work out of you. Good work, Matthew. Be well, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.